0: John Stewart is back at the Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on the Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to the Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
2: Hey
1: guys, welcome to the U Up podcast. It's um, it's that time of week where I sit with a friend in an, you know, formerly undisclosed location. You don't know where I am until I just start talking some podcasts you can count on continuity this one uh, we're all over the place today we're in jackson square park is this what it is
2: yeah that's what this is one of my favorite parks i've started doing hi i'm anya marina this is
1: anya marina by the way everyone uh it's anya marina week on the show on you up and um it's uh, it's been a she's was on every show this week it kind of just worked out that way and um and so I had her on the podcast, too, because what better way to cap off on your arena week than to join you in your park? You suggested yeah. this park. I only said Jackson Square Park, like, because it's not a square. it's We're in a triangle
2: park. <laughs> and there's a beautiful fountain. I waited for this park to get rehabilitated for a good year and a half, and it's finally back. It's gorgeous. Please don't come here because it's my park, and now it's Nikki's park, too. But um, I was thinking it's so beautiful, and it's closer.
1: It's, you know... It's not so convenient where I live right now, but I'm moving downtown, and it's not terrible. We could meet here all the time. It really is beautiful, but can I just say, I got to step up the way I dress. This neighborhood, there are so many hot guys on the way here. I just, like, do you notice that? You, you're a down here a lot in, like, Greenwich, and where I'm moving, are there just, like, is everyone hot on the street and, like, stylish?
2: Yeah, to be fair, 80% of them are homosexual, and that's, that may be why. But you are correct.
1: Yeah, I just saw a guy that I was like, oh, I can't be seen right now by that man. Um, I'm not ready for him to see me. Do you you ever get that feeling when you're like wearing just something that's not cute?
2: Absolutely. I've been trying. It's hard in the summertime, too, because I'm just thinking onesies, dresses, tank dresses. Also, I like to walk a lot. So I'm wearing tennis shoes all the time. Not a great look for men. Although I do appreciate millennial women for bringing back the bulky tennis shoe. Oh, my God, It's so I'm so grateful
1: for that. Thank you so much, little girls, uh, for really embracing foot comfort um, in ways that our generation did not. I mean, hobbling around on the worst made shoes, just like DSW factory made shoes that don't give your foot in the, you know, uh, bones in your foot and like the physio- physiological uh, structure of your foot any consideration. None.
2: With, this has been such a foot-loving week. It's like foot-filia. is that? We have had so many foot massages. Dude, I'm going to
1: get another one. I'm on my way. This is just a stop.
2: I want... This is just a step.
1: Was that a pun? A stop. Oh. Oh. You're making puns. <laughs> pa, oh. Panya. <laughs> Panya is on a roll this week. Anya Maria can't stop making puns. And it's almost like a psychological illness. And I gotta say that I think I read about something how, like your brain changes and you make more puns. Like, it is a brain condition. Because it's something in your brain.
2: Mostly found in men. Maybe my testosterone levels are going up. I don't know, but I cannot stop. I literally just heard you say, it's, a, it's just one step.
1: Well, someone Google that and, like, send me an article about making puns and like, your brain? Because it's a thing that happens to people. But your puns are good, at least. Thank you. I would say 90% of the time I'm like, that's fucking clever. Because that's all you get for a pun is, that's clever. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. never
2: get, like, whoa. But it's, like, you're just, like, oh, that, I can't deny that's clever. Right. That, it works. Ian, yeah. Ian on the show this week did a few puns. His, he's,
1: he's, he's doing so many that he's only 50% funny. And sometimes his clunkers are funnier than his greatest hits because they're so bad and you can't even trace them, like, at all.
2: Yeah. He's, so his fucking podcast is called Sex, Ian, the
1: City. I mean, that one is fantastic because it's so, so, so stupid. Okay, I have a couple things to get through. First of all, i got to step up my outfits. Um, I realize that I look cute in, like, workout wear because, like, I just work out so much that I have enough, like, plain shorts, plain tanks, tennis shoes. It's a simple outfit. You can't really go wrong. I can wear that. And so I just wear that all day. If I'm going to work out at some point during the day, I just dress like this all day.
2: Look fantastic right now. You're wearing a heather gray adorable tank, cool like leopard print shorts, amazing. They're shoes. a little too big and they're a little too baggy and big. Uh, cute shoes. love these shoes. They look like Kanye designed them.
1: Please look at how my spray tan is falling off my skin though. What yeah. is that? What is that?
2: What do you feel when you see that? That's like a topographic map of the Sudan. Wow, uh, it really is. <laughs> Holy shit. That
1: is South Sudan, I believe. I mean, and I I got a bruise. I mean, like, I just, my spray tan, when it gets to this level, it's so depressing that I can't even, like, take it. Like, it just makes me sad because I can't get it all off without actually making myself bleed. When I try to
2: scrub it off, I... How do you pronounce this word, S-L-O-U-G-H? Is it slough? Slough. Slough?
1: It's slough, sloughing off, slough.
2: Slough, okay. With an F. There's a street in San Francisco that we never knew how to pronounce, and it was G-O-U-G-H. And a lot of people say Gough. My, my family always said Gow.
1: Gough. Oh, oh, what did the town accept it as? Because we had a B-O-P-P, which is, because uh, my family lives off of Bope Road. B-O-P-P, but it's pronounced Bope, and everyone calls it Bop. But it's just like, uh. De Pere, Missouri accepts it as Bope.
2: Yeah, I would say Bop, B-O-P-P. It looks yeah. like
1: Bop. But. You would think. Okay, second topic um, that I wanted to discuss. I ran into Justin Silver on the way here. He, walks, uh, he was walking this dog. He's like a dog expert, but he's also he's on a new show with um, Zoe Kravitz where he plays her love interest. It's called um, High Fidelity, and he's been talking about shooting that. Like I, every time I run into him, he's like, yeah, I'm shooting this thing, and I'm nervous, and it's weird making out on screen. Like he's making out with this like young, hot girl. And he wants to be very respectful. And, he doesn't, and it's his first, like, make scene. I don't mean to be uh, sharing this, uh, any details that Justin wouldn't be okay with me sharing. So I'm tiptoeing around this because he is private about weird stuff that I'm like, I didn't know that you didn't, that you told me that in confidence. We all talk <laughs> like this on and off stage. But anyway, so he's in the show. And I've thought that I'm such a dumb, I, I'm so, I'm not dumb. Nikki, you're not dumb. But I thought that Zendaya and Zoe Kravitz were the same person, so when this sh- the show is coming out with Zendaya Euphoria, I go Justin Silver's in that. Uh-huh. I just knew the loose details. a hot young girl that looks like- they look alike yeah. i 'm not like l- they- and they 're both the same age. I, think I just Zendaya's thought'
2: really tall
1: no I've s- I-, I know who that- I knew who they both are individually as artists. It's just like I just heard Zoe they both have a Z for their name I mean it 's just all. It's an easy and I wasn't really paying attention, you know? I just know it's a show I can't watch because I don't watch even... The only show I watch is Fleabag and that's and Veep. And it, I'm just not going to get into either of these shows no matter how much people like them. Although Euphoria, people are kind of breaking me down on that one. What about you?
2: I just started watching this Netflix film last night with Katherine Hahn, who I love. By the way, have you
1: ever seen I Love Dick? You would love this show. I love Katherine Hahn so much. I loved her as the um, rabbi on translation... In, uh, What's it? Transparent.
2: Was she? Oh, yeah. She was the rabbi. She's fantastic in this film. It's with Paul Giamatti. It's about a couple struggling to get pregnant. And it gets really interesting. So I'm halfway through that. Uh, if you ever, if you want a new show, I liked Easy on Netflix. I thought that was great. And I, I love Killing Eve, who Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag wrote yes. the first season of. Okay.
1: Got to get into those. Um, can I tell you what I'm kind of freaking out about right now? And, like, couldn't even get it out of my thoughts as right before we started the podcast and you were telling me about exciting news, but I focus on your news cause I meditate and I can choose what to focus on. So I put my stresses aside, but like this Starbucks, you know how you're like, why don't, why can't you put in vanilla sprinkle? Cause I like a little dash of vanilla sprinkle that they keep at the bar. Um, But a lot of places don't keep it where where the sugars are. And so I added it to the app, Vanilla Powder. They put a big old scoop of sugary vanilla powder. And I want to just down this so bad. But I just won't let myself do it because I just don't want 27 grams of sugar. And it's like,
2: so annoying when you can't... They, so you already got it and you left and you can't go back and get your order right. You can yeah. go to this
1: well, well, you know what most people would do, Anya, is just drink the fucking drink and think... The universe decided yeah. to give me 27 grams of sugar that I don't want in the beginning of the day. Let's see how it goes. But I'm anno- I don't want it. And I have to go back in there and... Exp- I'd rather just buy a new one than explain yeah. to the barista.
2: Yeah, I understand. I was just at breakfast with a friend who ended up having to wait for all of us to finish eating our breakfast till she got the correct one because she was a vegetarian. And she, I, we all heard her order the polenta with poached eggs and chicken or spinach, and then they brought her this eggs benedict with ham. She was so confused.
1: Yeah, that's, it's just um, you got to ask for what you want. But sometimes I'm like, is it? would I pay $5 to not have this confrontation? And if that's the case, just buy a new drink and right. don't even get into it. Um,
2: but if you were my Russian mom, what you would do is carry this Starbucks around with you all day long, put it in a glass jar with it, with this, like a top, keep it in the fridge and then use it all week long to make new lattes. You would just add a tiny bit of it and then add hot coffee. That's what my mom would do.
1: Okay. I'm totally going to do that because that is, well, I'm not going home. If I were going right home, I would totally do that.
2: I'll do it.
1: Will you take it with me? Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> or with yeah. you, and then you can... Okay. Nikki is a multi-millionaire, I just want to stress, and but she will not waste anything. I'm not a multi-millionaire at all, but I will be very soon.
1: Um, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I just... I don't like waste. I don't what like creating garbage.
2: Can we talk about this? Because we were talking about this at breakfast, my friends and I, and we're all talking about the world ending and how we're powerless and all this stuff, but you know where we do have power? Is recycling shit and rehoming shit and you're moving and we're not just gonna throw all this furniture away we've come up with a plan where I'm getting rid of it I'm finding new homes for it in some cases I'm donating it and it feels so good it feels
1: so good to yeah I get really depressed when I have to put things in the trash like every time I take the trash out during the week I'm just like this is you being you know you're not doing your best here you're being irresponsible and you're adding to the nightmare that is already at sea. And I just, like, I get down about trash. I truly do. Every time I toss something in a garbage container, and I didn't used to feel that way. I mean, it's obviously just being inundated with the world is ending, you know, glaciers are melting. You just think every time you toss a plastic thing into a trash bin, I just have a, it's like a tiny little pinprick mm-hmm. of, a, of guilt. And that adds up because you're throwing away a lot. We make so much waste.
2: Especially in New York. I mean, I know I keep talking about how I was in London and Berlin, and it's not because I'm showing off, but I was in London and Berlin. (laughs) But there's no trash on the street. There are tiny little trash cans every two or three blocks and recycling bins, and they're never full. It's so strange. We're just
1: not used to this as Americans because we went through such a boom of consumerism for decades where it was just like endless and exciting and it meant like status and yeah. shopping was therapy and now it's all being taken from us and you're being shamed for all of those things that we were taught to like embrace and we were taught were the marks of success I mean like if you could afford a bunch of shit and and if you could be reckless with your that guy looks like Prince Harry. look at that guy right there Prince Harry Prince Harry Prince Harry yeah. dude that looked exactly like him That'd be hilarious if he was just walking down the street with AirPods in. But he doesn't
2: have red hair, but it does have the profile and a slightly longer beard. I
1: love this park. It's so cute. But anyway, it's just, it—that that is what we're backing up against is like the, yeah, you feel bad all the, I mean, at least I do. I just, you know, but I liked moving to New York for me because when I was feeling so depressed when I, I God, when I was going through my depression in January of 2018, it was all centered around a big country like moving uh, uh, across the country move to New York from L.A. And I was also very at that time stressed out about like animal cruelty and like it would just be what I would focus on when I got depressed was like, oh, my God, all the animals are dying and you can't do anything about it. And the world is so cruel. And how can people not understand? And just going down that fucking rabbit hole until I started meditating, which completely saved me from all this. But I will say that there was some part of me that was like New York is exposure therapy to people being wasteful, disgusting, like, littery, like, you just, all the things I hate about the world, you're kind of, like, forced to see them here constantly.
2: True. Homelessness is painful and real on every corner, especially in the summertime. Uh, so much garbage. So so many odd smells, especially in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, this is a real new,
1: But our lives are so great. I was just... I swear to God, I don't know who's listening to this podcast and I don't mean to alienate you by being like my life is so great, guess what I'm not doing but there was, okay, so there was when I, on the way here, this is great, okay on the way here, I saw uh, I passed a museum, it's called the Museum of Illusions it's right up there, okay I walked past the line, There's a line of children with their parents or uh, Puerto Rican nannies out front and um, I guess are nannies American Puerto American. Rican, Jamaican nannies that would have been a better poll um, I used to have a joke about how like it's so funny to me that all of these, like, Jamaican women are adopting these young white babies that yeah. don't have homes. It's, so, it's like this new thing that's going on on the Upper West Side of, like, all these, like, late-in-life black women are, like, adopting these young, like, to think that that's what's happening there. Anyway, so I was walking by, and I saw these two little girls that are, like, adorable, like, what I would want for myself if I had two little girls. Like, what I imagine like, a perfect little life. They were, like dressed cute they were twins they maybe like were blonde so it's like I could see myself like you I, I had that little bit of yearning like a little pinprick of it and then I looked and then I looked up and I locked eyes with their mom who was like this stunning woman um who looked like she wanted to be anywhere else. I gotta be honest with you. Not that she didn't love her children. She was gonna have a fun day. Cause then I pictured her in there being like, oh, look at that. And like acting fake enthusiastic, which isn't even fake because you just are so excited that your kid like I've been exploring the idea recently that I would be excited about this world if I had kids because yes. I would see it through their eyes. Like I never understood that concept until recently. So I'm sure that woman's gonna have those moments in there and they're gonna be so valuable and her kids are gonna remember it. And that's so sweet. But she just, I was like, that bitch would love to be going to meet her friend in the park right now and then going to get a foot rub which is what I'm doing. I, I'm having the most New York day that I always imagined for myself I always was like someday I'm going to be Helen Hunt working at a law firm Did you ever see what women want?
2: Yes, totally. Where it's like Mel Gibson yeah, and he's always wondering what they want and he can hear his thoughts out loud or whatever. He can hear their thoughts Oh that's right and
1: suddenly he's... I should watch that again to see, like, if they got it right. Like, as a woman that's of that age now.
2: I'll watch it with you.
1: That would be fun to watch. But um, I always picture myself wearing, like, her blazers and, like, having sharp sharp outfits and having the big proposal on Friday that I have to present. And then I, and she, like, I kind of got that life.
2: Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. I used to love watching Annie Hall in Manhattan and Husbands and Wives. So I always de- dreamed of having this... New York life in a way, and I grew up in California, but I wanted to, like, be around fast-talking people who are interesting and literary and uh, had, like, dark bookshelves, and now you're moving into a place that basically has those bookshelves, so I made it. Honestly, you can spend as much time there as you want. The place I'm moving into is,
1: like, the person I want to be, which I don't always think is the right move, but, like, why not? Like, it's... Because the person you are is the person you are. I mean, like, you can't really... A friend of mine was like... A friend of mine was telling me about a friend of his who was deciding on a car. And he was like, I can't decide what person I want to be. He's like, it's either this car or this car. It's a sports car or it's a big, old, rugged, retro Land Cruiser. And it's like... Well, neither of those are going to change who you are. You are who you are. So, it's just pick a fucking car. And that's kind of what I had to do is, like, pick a fucking apartment. And I picked one... Um, and who knows? I have never regretted anything to be honest. When I first moved into the apartment that I'm moving out of now, that January 11th, 2018 was maybe the saddest day of my life. When I moved across the country that day because I was moving with Luigi. My parents had Marion at the time, but I was moving with, with Luigi. I was so sad. About, I I was starting a new radio show soon, but I was just so I was going through a depression, which I didn't really know what was happening. But I got to that apartment and it was just so small compared to my LA place. Like you don't realize the shift. And and it, I, I arrived at JFK at 11 p.m. I had to lug three huge suitcases with a dog too up four flights of stairs. God. And I got there, and it was cold. It was January. I got there, and I'm sobbing on the couch, just sobbing. And Pete Lee came over, and we went out to dinner, and left Luigi alone, scared in there. Oh my- and then we came back, and he, like, rubbed my back as I cried. It was, like, so nice because he was like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get you out of this. He, then he started shitting on my apartment, and I go, you got it easy there, buddy, because I, I don't know that I have the strength to find another place. He's like, but that's you're going to get out of here. Worst. This place sucks. It's the worst. Look at this. Look at that hole. And I'm like, "I'm the hole from I, yesterday.
2: That's how I felt on the radio the other day when I was shitting on an ex-boyfriend who I wrote a song about. And I'm fine shitting on it, but once everybody, like Michael Rappaport started bagging on him too, and then I was like, easy, like I'm allowed to speak negatively about this relationship in my past, but when you do, it's just like the time I was telling a friend I hate my kitchen cabinets, and then she wrote me an email and was like, they are terrible, I saw a picture of them, they're awful. I was so offended. That's-
1: that is so offensive, and yeah. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way about uh, your ex, On, but yes, that... Um, That Yeah, that that totally sucks, and I totally get that. Usually that's about when you're a kid, your family. I realize, and this might hit a nerve with a lot of women or men, but I noticed something that people do in relationships so that they don't have to hang out with your family, okay? Do you want to hear my theory? This is fucking mind-blowing. Okay, if you're in a relationship and your husband or your wife tends to not get to, you don't, someone's getting more family time like you spend more time there, whatever it is. I bet you that your partner goes, Well, you complain about your family. You don't even like your family. Why would I, you, I'm trying to rescue you from them. So then you are never entitled to complain about your family in front of that person because then it justifies why they aren't spending. And and that person uses that to then justify why they're not spending time. So they don't even feel bad about spending time with you and your family. They also have demonized your family to you in a way that you didn't even say you were just making a complaint about your mom one day and he's like well then why you you seem to want to hang out with your family a lot for complaining about them and it's like yeah they're my family i love them like and and i think they use that because i was saying this the other night that someone had done that to me in the past and my friend was like oh my god that's exactly what my husband does to me is like well wh- why would i want to you i'm you you want to go see your family but you hate them you complain about them all the time Gaslighting.
2: We should all be allowed to vent about families or ex-boyfriends without like, the threat of someone else prohibiting us from spending time with them again in the future. It's just called venting on that note I I hate to leave but I have to bail it's called Venmoing
1: Venmo your friends to agree with everything you say and go along with the ebbs and flows Uh, bye On Your Marina
2: I I had so much fun this week on the show thanks to everybody for listening it was a true true honor to be there it was so
1: fun On Your Marina week On You Up begins with Monday's episode there she goes folks there she goes I'm about to go get a foot massage and I'll talk to you I think after that but first uh, clip of the week is Monday's show it was Jessica Curson. it was Um, Anya Marina And Liz Mealy And we were talking about uh, Sex Jessica Kirsten Is one of the funniest people Anyone ever meets And I was so excited that she finally made it Into studio, she'd been booked before And I always let her cancel because I'm like, dude You're so, she has four kids She's overworked, she says nice She says yes to things to be nice And I'm like, only come in if you truly want to And so we finally got her in because I respect her time. I respect everyone's time on my show. But, like, when someone has four kids, I'm like, honey, take a break. Um, Liz Mealy was there. Such a funny comedian. I loved having her on the show. Uh, she's been on twice before. And Anya Marina. It's Monday's show, talking about sex with my girls. So I have yeah. a very good situation. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still a ton of work, and I don't mean to say that it's not. But, like, you've, you don't have to be the the mo- like well, what's I'm the, the, the provider, difference to you? So that's yes. a
3: lot of pressure. I want to provide. Yeah. I like providing. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel like I have a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> I do. think it's Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm seven.
2: I do. But you, you you make all the money, you I, travel. I don't
3: use them, but I have a lot of I mean, of when them was in- the
2: last time those things got used?
3: Before this past pregnancy, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna put one of those in when there's twins. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I'm have not you ever doing tried? This... She wanted it. I'm like, no, I'm not bashing them in the head with a dildo. I'm not doing it. Uh, oh my god, you really are a like guy. I have a, a fucking three and a half year old with heart disease. I don't need oh. two kids with brain. D-
2: <laughs> how did I... this brain damage occur, doctor? I want to mm, talk about your dildo?
1: dildos, and lesbian sex because
2: I, I like bash them in the head with my <laughs>
1: Oh, it was a double header. What is that called?
3: Yeah. Oh, those are great. No, the they're,
1: they're two the dicks on both oh, so sides? Yeah, I've do used you, those. And then you get one for you. You yeah, get on. You yeah, both that's get on so it. fun. I, the best
3: one was the chin strap. That was great. Oh,
1: fun. My yeah, God.
3: it looks really weird, but it's strap. Wait, didn't you tra- make didn't all your time
1: about
2: you going on yeah. stage and just? <laughs> with oh one yeah, of we those talked on. about. <laughs> Didn't you abuse the men in your life, your male friends, and make them wear it? No. Oh. Where that was that my come? fantasy. Oh, my God. What? That's what I jerk off to. It was your to.
3: father. <laughs> um, no, I, but it's, it works really well, but then when you get up from being down there and you have that thing hanging from your, it's really <laughs> it's, uncomfortable. I feel like that would
2: make a mark. It,
3: think about how comfortable you have if you have a zit on your chin. I had
2: a huge god. <laughs> <cough. laughs>
1: Now I have this idea where I'm just like, oh, I have a giant dick on my face. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, no, it's just yeah. is it. But Keep it's it a great thing. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's,
3: that, it's like, right but under but your mouth.
1: But I feel like it you wouldn't be able to like get it going. Like, you would have to do this with your head, so why not just use... That's why I love when I hook up with guys and they use... D- dildos on me because I'm like, your dick is great and I appreciate it, but first of all, like, it won't ever be as big as like a dildo can be. So that's, right. that just feels cool to have something that big in you. I don't care how, like dicks feel great at any size, but like if you're with a guy and you never get anything except his dick in you, I think yeah. you're missing out. And I think that straight couples should use dildos and stuff, because it's I not, do too. I don't think you're gonna get a big dildo and be like, I never want your dick again. A dick is like warm and connected to them. It feels great in a different way, but I think that just be, as a woman being like, I only get his dick, you're missing out on so much great sex you can have, because first of all, and I've said this before, dicks can't be manipulated like dildos can in terms of like hitting the right spots. It's mm. harder, if a guy is using a hammer and it's connected a to hammer. his his waist, and trying to hammer a nail, wouldn't that be more difficult than using his hand with a hammer? Do you know how hard it is for me to have to strap
3: that on and be okay with? It? I'm fucking lazy, number yeah. one.
1: It's it's harder to do number, this yeah, than it is hard. to do it's, this with your hand. It is, it's, it has to be on very tight. I've had the best orgasms from guys with dildos with their hands, just using, like, wow. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I've had great Looking ones on. with, but I'm serious. Oh, I love it. No. But I, I want to try this. I think all. lesbians have such more adventurous sex because men, men's egos some are so do. fragile. Some just
3: cry and do sure. drum circles and <laughs> fucking do anything. But, that sounds
1: great. Yeah. But I think that men are just too insecure to use dildos in bed or any kind of assistance that could really make some for some fun stuff. I like they to are use insecure. you right. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: she told me about that. I can't believe, well, I can't believe I didn't get it because it'll feel good.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, if she told me something was going to hurt. Uh,
1: the womanizer, or, though, it's hard to get use it during sex. It, that is a personal tool because it, it needs to be held so steady over oh. your clit that that's not something that I've ever worked into my sex life. Not that it can't be, but like... I feel like a guy should just get down there and suck your clit. I mean, it can just just do that thing. If you really? want to add that to your sex, I feel like nobody's
2: life, ever done it that well. Not oh, that I've it's even not gotten even gotten it. that well. Have you been with a woman? No. You just uh, Yes, I was yeah. on a lot of drugs, though. but sh- I think she did do a good job, <laughs> and and I did I did orgasm I with her. I think she did times. do a good job. I remember. Well, not even know like, if she saw a whole web
1: series or a
3: whole TV show. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am good at that because I'm an eater and I'm codependent. Yeah, so
1: the two together is like. Do you suck clit when you go on yes, this? Yes, I'm very good at that. Yeah, yeah. It's Guys don't know about sucking clit. They but, don't. But the thing yeah. is, the womanizer, all. It's not like some. It, you're. A guy can easily do what that thing does. It's literally like, like, it's like very subtle. I've never done that. Well, all they have, they need to do it, you need to tell them to. The I last time I hooked up, I go suck out. my clit. I was they like, you have to. They sucked
2: your clit? No, no, they don't know, just This is the funniest they just thing. Lit. I talk about this daughters. on stage every I have babies single night. At home. They fiddle with it and they lick it. Fiddle? It, but not sucking. they, no, think, I they, think, they think it's, think it's they gay. They hurt need
3: suck, oh my god, I can't. They don't know, I, they
1: don't know. What about butt
3: beads? Let's bring that up, Liz. I have some. Those are amazing. Really? You love them?
1: I love anal stuff. I love you. I'm a real big ass whore.
3: <laughs> I'm not, but my wife is.
1: I can't help it. Something I, s- something about it. Because it's wrong. It feels so good. I
3: know. Well, if you're doing a lot at the same time, there has to be other things. I feel like there has to be well, other things going on. I compared it time.
1: in my last special to like, not every girl likes anal, but if you love shitting, like if there's a time that you take a shit and your eyes cross because it feels so good, it's almost orgasmic, then you're going to like anal. That's what it feels like. It feels like the greatest I know dump of you your life. Mean. That's how
3: I feel after where every you go, Passover dinner.
1: Oh my God, you, <laughs> yes, yes, After what? every
3: Passover dinner, I just, my eyes cross. and I. We all I know that it's not and-
1: every shit you have. It's those right. special ones about once a month where you feel like you're like exercising something. Uh-huh. It feels like an and orgasm. And think about
3: it all day, the- is it I, weird I that I think about your diet during this, or I'm just
1: like it, they shouldn't be that hard? No, they're not hard. They come out easily, but it just feels it's one amazing. Long, big one. You do so, but it, yeah, yeah. It feels like right? yes, I mean, I mean, a
2: bunch of little rabbit pellets.
1: But that's what anal sex feels oh, that like.
3: Never comes out of me. Who I'm so seven angry. Seven women in a room would bring up.
1: Oh my god, there are seven women in this Shit, goddamn room. Like, 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 there is like a part of me that's like, we're breaking barriers today. We, are. we should. That was Monday's show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. God, my radio show is just so much fun. And let me just say that this podcast is so much fun. But I just um, I want to show some gratitude for my life. I haven't meditated yet today. And it's just nice to... Um, oh, I don't know if the clip you're about to hear is about gratitude. But we talked about it on the show this week. And uh, there's someone who does a really funny account called Out of Context You Up. And uh, they'll just take... Out of context quotes from Our show on Twitter And just uh, tweet them Just funny lines And it's always funny after a show to get those tweets Because you don't even remember what you've said And um, Yeah we were talking about Ian. Ian was on the show Tuesday And he was like And I was just saying that I was like depressed or some shit You guys get it I'm like already out of that funk But I was in it on Tuesday Damn this was a day where I was super depressed And I had to like Rally to get um, Into broadcasting mode Because I'm always real on the show and obviously I'll talk about being depressed but like Sometimes you are You know those days where you're like super depressed and like I just wanted that day so badly To be um, To just have like a normal job Where I could like kind of chill out in front of a computer And listen to podcasts during my day Or not interact with people As much even though that kind of got me out of it But you know those days in the morning where you're like I just told Anya on the way to work this day, I was like, I wish I could just s- send, like, I wanted to check out of my body and just, like, make it do everything, but I didn't want to, like, be in my thoughts the day. I mean, I guess that's just, like, when you don't want to do something. That's just the sense of, I don't want to do it, but I want to send someone, I want it to be done. I think that's, like, kind of what I want in life. But what, what I was going to say is, um, Ian asked me to list things I'm grateful for to, like, snap me out of my depression. He's like, list five things you're grateful for. And I was like, I'm grateful for the fact that I know that good radio is not me listing five things I'm grateful for. And we're moving on. And um, it honestly led to great radio. So Ian's good at radio. Anya's good at radio. It's so fun to have my friends in who... You know, it takes a certain skill to be good on radio and I found people in my life that are great at it, including my producers. I just have a great team. Anyway, I'm really grateful for this radio show. I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful that I get to sit in a fucking park right now. Oh my God. A bird is looking at me and it is, it is like chirping and like, hi, you guys are going to hear me interact with birds. It's kind of embarrassing, but these two little like sparrows, you know, those like little ones that are everywhere that just hop around. Hello. Hi. Oh my God. Wait. There are two of them. This is probably terrible. I like how I'm like, I'm really good at radio and I love that I can do a podcast from the park. And you guys are like, we're not. (laughs) We have to listen to this bitch talk to some birds. Okay, they're hopping away. But sometimes like a bird sees me for me, I feel. I love birds so much. I got to get one. Oh my God, they are so cute. It, It like, it does something to me. Like I love birds. I really do. I need to like have them more in my life. I'm just leaning into things more that I, like, enjoy doing because life is short and you should feel good as much as possible, I think. Like, or try to have moments of feeling good. So, isn't that the goal of life is just to feel good? Or is it to survive? But survival depends on you feeling good. I don't know. I'm getting pretty existential here. Or am I getting scientific? No one knows. But I feel like we are made as humans to survive and, like, procreate. And if to survive you need to remember you need to feel good you need to be well you need to feel good literally like not be ailing and when you feel good that's what we're all achieving to do I was running yesterday and I go why are you running because I used to have a joke about old men running and I'm like what are you running from and the answer is death we are all doing everything so we don't die because the point of not dying is to be alive and to be alive and to thrive and to last long You need to feel good That's why we all want to fuck and eat And uh, smoke weed Because it makes you feel good Which convinces your body that you are good And then you're going to live longer Does any of this make sense Or am I just high I'm really not But um, Anywho uh, Yeah so I'm grateful for my life I'm going to get a foot massage Right after this um, podcast I'm going to wait Because I don't want to be burdened With any responsibility Prior to foot rub Cause then I won't really lean into it, you know. I feel so good. Actually, last night my feet really hurt because I had two, I had one yesterday, two the day before, one the day before that. I mean, I am on a roll. I and I just texted Andrew, do you want to go get a footy? And um, which isn't what they should be called. That's too sexual. But he said I can't afford this habit, and I'm like, I can, and it's gonna it's gonna bankrupt me. Honestly, 25 bucks for an hour foot massage. I tip them twenty because that's too little to, to fucking pay anyone for an hour of work, manual work. It's I mean it's fucking manual, but anyway, forty five bucks for an hour of pure bliss. Sign me up every day. I've worked hard, and that is the one thing that I'm gonna start carving out for myself. Anya said she just listened to a podcast about Jeffrey Epstein, and apparently he was obsessed with massages and had a massage table in every room. I mean a lot of this was leading to sex with children, but um, that we now know, but. I think he probably also just dug massages. And that's what fucking, if you're rich, I I never understood why people, once you can afford it, why everyone doesn't get a massage chair. You know the ones in Brookstone where you put down your fucking Auntie Anne's pretzel and your cup of soda and you sit in it like an idiot with your fucking shorts and gym shoes sitting on a lounge, like a chair where people are walking around looking at you just shaking back and forth as your tits just jiggle. I mean, it's embarrassing, but we all do it because it feels so good for those, like, five minutes you let yourself be a fucking, you know, like, spectacle in public. It feels good. So why don't we all all buy those chairs? I don't understand it. But no one has them. Um, I think someone on my Twitter recently got one. I was like, good job. Someone's buying those. I want to buy one. That's my next purchase. I'm just leaning into massages this year. 2019, the year of the massage. I think it's also the year of the pig or something. I don't know, I'm a rat. Do you guys, what are What are you, the Chinese um, year? I'm a rat, I've always liked that. I like rats, they don't bother me. I mean, obviously I don't want, like, want to have them in my apartment but I really think pet rats are pretty cool. And uh, if I don't find a husband, I might be a bird rat gal. And will that be a bad life? Huh? Bird rat, br- no. A bird rat life is a life I can get behind but I just don't know that I'm gonna get reach that age where that's acceptable i think you know and uh, you know i got to slow down if i'm going to have a bunch of birds and rats <laughs> this life sounds terrible and also it's kind of the post apocalyptic like life that i fear more than anything which is like having to live on the streets amongst birds and rats um it could happen but i hope it's on my own terms okay here's uh the podcast from tuesday it was ian fydance Who has a new podcast called Sex Ian the City, which is just ridiculous, but give it a listen. Carmen Lynch, who is so, so one of my favorite female stand-up comics, um, has been ever since even before I knew her and Anya Marina on Tuesday's show. Here it is. <laughs> this
2: is a no pun zone.
1: Oh hey. my God. No, no it is not a no pun zone. You're the queen of puns. Yes. Uh, Anya has a mental they disorder where me she, makes too, sorry, so she makes two sorry. So do I. Remember when we were walking? She too many puns. Oh, you are, uh, when, you, when you're around too many signs, it is a nightmare. Yes. Times Square is like, Ian has to make a pun about every sign. I know. Be like, I, honestly, I have a real, real hard the time. the times uh, to see you today. Yeah, like, I have a real hard
4: like, time being, no, Serious.
2: Okay, exactly. Oh there we, go. Oh it's, <laughs> we walked by the uh, super dry store the other day. You know the coat company oh, yeah. or whatever. And what did you say, Ian? That's Nikki after <laughs> she gets together with any of her ex boyfriends, or yeah, something like that. And we took a picture with super Dry. Oh yeah. And then, a, yeah.
1: Oh, I appreciated that, it. Yeah, yeah. It was no, good. No, no. I think I it love- was
4: it was you after you talked to that jerk off. What? What You goal? get super. Or no, 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 no. After you, after, you gave, after you gave that <laughs> blowjob and you felt nothing, you became super dry. <laughs> <laughs> after, <laughs> before, a bazooks? Oh
1: God! Yeah, I'm talking a lot in my special about um, vaginal dryness mm. and wetness and wetness, pretty much. Um, because I and I feel almost like a little bit like I, I should because I know that vaginal dryness is something that women deal with just you, they could be turned on and they still can't get wet. Like I'm yeah. sure that and that's oil. a thing. Well, it's yes, hard, right?
4: Because sometimes you you aren't attracted to the person, and deep down you just want someone to sweep you off your feet. Oh, oh God, my
2: God! Okay, but none I'll of the you. Right now.
4: I, I know. I know. you it. off your feet. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, well, picked Yay! up some I water. <laughs> I was afraid so you were bad. gonna glaze her over that one. Oh my. Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. I can't even think of any. I feel like I'm just too advanced. This is a fun boat. This this to is even a, go this there. This is anymore. a fun boat. We
4: just have to park it at the marina. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of boat is it? A Noah's Ark.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Hold
4: on, Jen. is that
2: car full of- <laughs>
4: What about there's a car full of men? Whoa. <laughs> oh, wait,
1: why? I wait, oh, because Carmen. you, Carmen.
4: Yeah, we uh, had to kind of dance around that, that, that one. one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo, baby. Did we get everyone? <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> well done. Coconut oil. That's, that's, that's the. That's what I hear that's a, a good one. But I just think that. Like I just need more foreplay is my point. Mm. I think a lot of times. When do you know? When do you think it's you, and when are you like? There's never enough foreplay. Foreplay is amazing. I know. What is your? I like it to the point
0: of frustr. Like come on now. That's what I say. My
1: like on stage now. I'm like girls. When was the last time you begged a guy to fuck you? Like you were like, please fuck me, please. Mm. Crickets. And it's like, no, that should be a thing that happens. Right. That's like and that's by hot. the way, that's the hottest thing any of us can ever think like Ever. That's the hottest thing. And no guys are waiting that long. Oh, ever. I am. You are?
4: I'm you're twitching little... in the corner. <laughs> 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 waiting, making them beg for me to stop.
1: Ian's pretty good at sex, uh, I yeah. gotta say. I, I, I get bet you are. I get the vibe that you're pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. So tell you you do that, you'll make a girl <laughs> wait and beg for, oh, yeah, <laughs> beg for it. Yeah, beg it's
4: so for it. Beg daddy for that dick. Yep. So there
1: is really never enough. I mean, <laughs> oh what's your favorite version of it? Oh boy. Uh, I wasn't even ready for that question. <laughs> what's your love like? What about you, Anya?
2: I love kissing. I love a lot of kissing uh, to, and then then go for the, a little bit of the hand in the underpants, but tons mm-hmm. of kissing, lots of boob stuff. Love boobs. I have like you have most people have nerve endings uh, nerves that go from your nipples to your clit. Mm-hmm. So lots of boob play, and then um, just tell me I'm beautiful. I
0: like the yes. the hands and the underpants, but without going in. Yeah. savagely yeah. like, exactly. Teasing. Outside yes. the pants. Or
4: pulling the thong and snapping it. <laughs> no.
2: That's okay.
0: Yes. yes. That's yes. part of your That's right. problem. <laughs> yep. That's why
4: okay. I'm yep. listening. Um, yeah, got giving
1: be- yourself a front, a guy giving you a front wedgie, I mean, Ooh. that feels
2: so good what? if you like Never pull had the had underwear oh, yeah. and pull up.
4: And f- make the lips come out?
2: To the men. Yeah. Just to say a little hello to the men listening. Oh, Nikki is talking to a certain like number of you who have earned this right. Don't just do this on a first date with a ran- and no. like kiss do her right Do it at date. dinner. Right away? Just yeah. like a wedge. We call that a rapist right away, hello. a rapist like- <laughs> 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 hello. Hello.
3: <laughs>
1: You gotta feel that oh, out no, first. he's just saying hi to you, he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> you should be lucky that's all he's doing.
2: He's uh, polite. He's holding a woman a foot you off the ground. You misunderstood, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just
1: a rapist <laughs> <laughs> He's not actually interested in, in doing what he's doing. He's just being convivial. <laughs> Congenial. Yeah, conv- convivial! <laughs> I don't even know that word <laughs> We're back, it's uh, Wednesday's episode coming up Ian Fidance and Anya Marina again in studio Um, I am on the road in Kansas City next week I hope you guys will come see me I'm there with um, a couple friends who are hilarious Andrew Collin will not be there He's taking the week off But uh, it's going to be fun Going back to my home kind of club Everyone that used to do comedy there I think that I was friends with Well... I think some of them will come out of the woodwork. It'd be nice to see some people. I loved starting on that scene in Kansas City when I was in uh, college at KU. My sophomore year, I transferred to KU from Colorado, and I started doing stand-up in Kansas City, which is like 45 minutes away from the KU campus. And um, I would drive there for open mics and got to know a lot of the comedians that you've actually – one of who you've heard on the show, Mike Baldwin, is who I know from that scene. Chris Porter is another guy from that scene who you might know. I quoted his joke yesterday on, this, on the show. But anyway, it was um, the guy I lost my virginity to. That's where I got, that's where I got that dick was on the KC scene. Uh, hung out with him at open mics. Totally crushing. I I, it's so weird when I look back. I'm like, what was the moment that went from like, I wonder when I started liking that guy. I don't even know. But there's always a shift. There's always a moment where you're like, "Oh yeah, I would fuck this guy." But that's a weird feeling to have when you haven't had sex. I had not had sex, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." Because I wanted to get it over with so fucking bad. Ugh, I was just dying like to let's just do this, and so I can move on with my goddamn life, not be hung up on my dumb virginity. Um, so it went down. We were watching Boogie Nights. I was at his place. We both knew it was gonna happen. I had chugged like vodka in my car alone before I went upstairs and um and then we got to it bang 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 it was real quick thank god um it and then uh and then yeah and then we the next day I remember being like you're a new woman I had like a skip in my step of like you're a woman now um which you have a couple times in your life I think turning 35 has also given me that skip in my step of like 34, it just, it seems so young to me now. 35, I'm like, you're a fucking old bitch. And I mean that in the greatest way of like, you've lived a life and you, you're allowed to feel like you know what you like and you know what you don't like and you're allowed to like have opinions and have people take you seriously and you're allowed to say like a million times in your podcast. (laughs) I've been saying like a lot. But guess what? That's the new 35 year old woman um, just doing what she wants. Um, That's how I feel. And it's nice. That's the nice thing about turning 35. I just feel like that's an age where you're like, I respect that age. If a woman, when I was in my 20s and someone was like, I'm 35, I'd be like, okay, I will do whatever you say, woman, in an apron. I don't know why she has to be in an apron, but she just seems like she came from the back being like, okay, what do you need? I don't know, like a chef or something. I'm just predicting, uh, just imagining a scenario where a chef yells at me. I saw, maybe it's because I saw a chef last night. I went to the new stand in New York City, which I really recommend if you're in New York City. There's a new comedy club. It's not new. The club isn't new, but it changed locations, and it's, like, fucking swank as shit. And I hope they last forever. Oh, my God. I ate so many good vegetables that they grilled up. I always – they always – places when they know I'm coming and they know I'm vegan, they always want to put on a big vegan smorgasbord of, like, things. And I'm such a picky, weird eater that I just am so disappointed to these chefs. I always feel bad. I go, you know what? I really don't want any kind of chef's creation. I really want to tell you what I want because I know what I want. And I, you can add a little bit of a flourish in your own way. But basically, I just want lots of vegetables that aren't cooked in butter because I can't eat dairy. And also, I hate butter. Um, that's it. It's not going to be fun for you. I told that to him last night. And let me just say he had some fun with it because, God damn it, that was so good. I'm craving it now. I got to go turn in the Starbucks. That's what I'm really thinking about. I got to meditate too. There's a lot I got to get done today, but not before uh, a Chinese man tortures my foot. God, it feels good. Yesterday, Anya got one with us and she was like, it was arousing. She was like, I, he could probably see up my skirt, but I was like, oh well, because he deserves it. (laughs) I thought that was really hilarious. (laughs) I think she said, there's a tip for you, which obviously she was kidding. She actually tipped him, but, um, it is It's. There's something arousing about it But it's not It's just this, It's so painful That it like Makes you feel things That sometimes So intensely That it mimics The feeling of sex I don't know Again Nikki Don't go down this road No one wants to dissect These scientific theories You have That have You have no merit Talking about There's no There's no merit To any of them Because you aren't You don't read books About this shit So what are you talking about? Anyway, uh, I'm doing your voice, I guess, which is my voice, which I need to meditate. I'm being negative. All right, here's Wednesday's episode. One thing that I always used to struggle with as a kid, and I often come back to, because I think it was had to be very meditative for me, was jumping in a cold pool for swim practice in early in the morning in the summer and Mm. like early spring or like whenever. It was so cold. You don't want to get in the pool. It's the last thing you want to do, and then you have to just like start doing cardio for an hour. It's terrible, and you're freezing. Yeah, like in you know, middle school and, and uh, high school, I but I got
4: kicked off my swim team. Why? Well, I was it was like when I was three or four and I got too many boners and people complained. Three or four? I swear to God. You got too I'll many call my boners? Mom right now. There's no three yeah.
2: year olds on a swim team. Yeah. What there is. <laughs> a toddler swim team? Yes. Yeah, yeah there's that's just called swim, swim classes, babe.
4: Well then I got kicked out. You were out getting of swim too many class. boners? Too many boners. My parents took me a doctor. And And the doctor said, "I'm just a horny baby."
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that's so You are still a horny baby. I know.
2: I've always been a little horn dog.
4: Yeah. I mean, you go to the pool. There's all this flesh. I'm into both guys, gals. Yeah. It's overstimulating. (laughs) I know. I couldn't wear speedos.
2: I've never heard of babies. Do babies get bored? Yeah, they totally do. Oh, they do. But I thought it was due to like having to pee. Spit take. What happened,
1: dude? You, I just picture myself as like a swim instructor trying to handle a baby with Ian a boner baby Ian, who's just trying to make too much eye contact, with me. <laughs> and as like a raging boner, and I have to like support his bottom and his, you know, like they're, as they're kicking, and you're just like, I don't I know what to even do think about, about this. That.
4: There's touching of the bottom. Yeah,
1: and water is like wily, so you can't really control it, and and you'd be slipping all over, and you'd be trying to. Avoid even like having to deal with it. You're like holding them out, stretched uh-huh. like Lion King style.
4: <laughs> with a boner. wherever I mean... your boner points, that is your land.
1: <laughs> that will all be yours someday. It's a compass. Seema. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Do South.
2: <laughs> oh my God, that's well, so cute and funny. Maybe you just had to pee too. I mean, it doesn't mean you're aroused all the time. Like then I you know moms pee, right?
4: You're cool. Well, it's you. It's hard to pee with a boner. They're like different valves. Yeah, the
1: vast deferens shuts it off. Mm-hmm. That's what that thing Good does. Good job, Nikki.
2: Yeah, that's all the biology. From sex ed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, read a book. Well, well, like, on, you know? yeah. Take a class on it. I've heard that boners aren't always due to arousal. Now <laughs> babies get boners all the time and they're not aroused. Maybe they're stimulated, but also sometimes they have to pee. That's why guys have morning wood in mm. the morning.
1: Yeah, sometimes they'd be turned on in the morning. Uh, yeah, like, that's a that's guys be like a guy. It's not always turned on though. And I'd be it like, does... hey, and he's like, this isn't for you. Can we take calls? Sorry. Like just the morning. Oh thank you. I thought it was for me. Fucking in the morning <laughs> is so How dare I? Tough. <laughs> yeah, is it?
4: It's you know, I never come.
1: I my ex never used to like to have morning sex. And some guys are super into more, like it yeah. just some guys like it, some guys don't. I don't know. I'm I love starting my day off with a blow job.
4: Whoa. I really do. Yeah.
1: I like the days that I've, and maybe not every day, but I like doing something whorish in the morning that sends me off with like a little skip, skip in it. my step. Yes.
2: I do
4: that. Yeah. I, I lick my girl's ass before I leave the house. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, <laughs> we, first <laughs> thing in like the morning, like, like we a, did a painting arm motion. Yeah, it's like you a lit
1: five up. hour energy. That was Wednesday's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um,. I I made an effort this week To talk less And I know that sounds crazy Because I just Have been rambling This entire time But I'm now alone So if I don't talk Who will But um, I got a message on I got a DM That was really critical And like You talk too much Let your guests talk Which I used to get those In the beginning of the show Just because People wanted to judge the show Because it hadn't been around Enough time. So people just Anything new They want to trash So I didn't really heed that And I don't listen to my own show because I hate doing that. So I understand that there are moments on the show where I definitely realize I could have let that person talk, but I want to get my point across. And then I remember, I look at the little, I remember that I don't look at it, but you know, metaphorically I look at the microphone that literally has my name on it. And I remember, Oh, if I want to say something I should get to, because it's my show. (laughs) I don't know. I know that maybe is like not nice, but generally I feel like. I wouldn't have guests if I wanted to not hear them talk, but sometimes you want to talk a little bit more, and uh, sometimes I lean into that too much. So I made a cognizant effort this week to be more patient and let people talk when they wanted to. Um, but it's hard for me to do, also because I gotta say, as a host, you're ringleading. And you don't want any dead air and you want to keep the conversation going. So if you have anything to say, generally you're like, oh, I should say this because it will lead to discussion. Um, Whereas sometimes people are saying things that are answers to questions and they don't spark conversation. And they kind of everyone then looks at you after that statement is said and they're like, what next? And I'm like, I got nothing because the thought I wanted to say, I didn't say because I had to listen to what you were saying because I'm trying to be better about listening. And a lot of times I realize, like, I'll look back on old clips and I'm like, oh, I didn't even laugh at that joke. And it's like, it's because I didn't hear it because I was preparing for what is going to happen next. And it's a skill in radio that I will get better with as time goes on of just being present and which I am most of the time. I really do feel like I am. And this week especially. So I think actually leaning towards being more um, giving with mic time to my guests has made me be more patient. But... Someone made a comment like, what the fuck? Will you, how much coffee do you drink? And how much weed do you smoke or something? Chill out. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like my biggest fear is sounding methy at any point in my life. I don't like coked up Nikki Glaser. But, um, and that's why I don't do those drugs. They don't make me feel good. So, but I do drink a ton of caffeine and I can talk really, really fast. But it's just the easiest way to be understood with all the words you want to get out in the quickest time possible. I'm fast in every aspect of my life. I talk fast. I walk fast. I, everything I do is urgently and it's not good. I should just accept meditating. I really just take my time with that and foot rubs. That'd be weird to be like, hurry up. Can we get this hour done sooner? Well, ma'am, it's, it's an hour. It is what it is. Yeah, but, um, okay. Well, I guess I just have to accept this. And that's why I like massages. You just have to accept it. You're there and you're not going to get out of it. Although I have walked out of massages, I've been like, I don't like this. And I just pay for it in full. But I'm like, this is not, I really have. I've walked out of, I canceled a massage in the middle of it once. Cause it was going to be a half hour. And I think she was two minutes in, three minutes in. And I was like, this isn't going to be what I want it to be at any point. So I just go, it's okay. And then I paid her for her time. Plus some, you know, anyway, um, feel entitled to walk out of things in your life that don't bring you uh, joy. Or, you know, and you're not that are just going to make you mad because I just knew if I stayed for that massage, I'd be fuming the entire time being like, this is bad. Why am I paying for this? And so instead I just got out, cut, cut and run. And she's fine. Although they do whisper about me every time I come in, like she's the one that's particular about her fucking foot rubs. But I am. I got to go. Ambulance is coming. Here's Thursday's show. Anya Marina, Ian Fidance, no, Andrew Collin. Uh, and Kim Congdon. Kim Congdon is so fun and funny. Kim Congdon, Anya, Marina, me, and we are talking about, oh, hand size, dick size. Um, and your siblings. Oh, my God. This is such a fun conversation. Enjoy it. This is Thursday's episode. Well, I I think you just pick apart people's profiles just to find something unlovable about them before they can hurt you or before you can open yourself up to actually being liked. Like anyone who actually shows promise on these dating apps, I'm just like, I find something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Well, the one guy
4: you think is short, but you don't even know if he's short. He's tiny. You she don't can, know. No, you didn't you even know. see him next to a salmon. You don't she know how it. tall he is. No, salmon. you know.
0: You ever know, you ever can tell a guy's dick size by his hands? Absolutely. I can okay. too. A hundred percent. By his thumbs specifically and like the way his nails lay. Yes. Like if they're like super flat or not. Like I can, Whoa. I swear to God, I know. Yeah, I nails? know. I don't know. I know. Have- I, 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 recently
1: I've like was looking, I was like, yep that I know exactly what a stick is gonna look yes, like. Yes, is... it's like you can
2: tell. I can get over it, but. I don't think it's always true. I, I, the last two people I was with, their hands were very misleading. Really? But directions. I'm not even
0: talking about big hands. I'm talking
2: about a certain kind I, of The hand. way they look, yes. The... They say that it's the distance between the end of your size. thumb and the, oh, the length is the end, <laughs> <laughs> the He's end doing of your the surf thumb stuff. to your pointer finger. <laughs> I
4: swear that was a Hang thing. ten. Yeah, hang Andrew's ten. doing
2: hang
1: ten. <laughs> Every surfer has a big dick. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean, but like, yeah, there, there. But I, I've not seen the penises you've seen Anya in the hands of the men. But I bet you what she's saying is true. Where it just looks like their hand. It's like you—the way that their yes. hand is. Oh yes, it's, it's like the a, size it's a representation. Not about size.
2: No, tall skinny guy, skinny long fingers, skinny long dick. His hand—the yeah. yeah. way his hand yes.
1: looks compared to an average hand—is the way his dick is going to look compared to an average dick. Yeah. Does that make sense? His hand
2: is his dick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So what's
3: a girl's pussy? I think
1: it's the same. Like, my armpit. Your armpit? Let <laughs> <Yeah>. me see.
3: <laughs> oh
1: yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> it's not
3: too
0: far off, to be honest with you.
3: I mean uh, my squ- armpit
0: literally looks exactly like my pussy Let's right now. Let's see what
3: we got. <laughs> <laughs> that's not
1: bad, actually. Let me
0: see. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, a good very post. plump. <laughs> yeah. What if it just squirted at you? <laughs> yeah, <got> plumpy. <laughs> Sorry, I sweat a lot. <laughs> oh No, man. it's our uvula. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? The thing
2: it? hanging in the back of our throat. Oh yeah,
0: our, that's our clit. <laughs> <laughs> our mouth, our voices. Yeah, it's
1: um.
2: You think if a
3: girl's ha- dad has a huge dick, they got a big puss? <laughs> no.
1: No, because clits and dicks are the same thing. That's what and I'm saying. I have a very, very tiny clit, and my dad apparently has a big dick, so that doesn't really yeah. check out. I think we have pussies like our moms.
2: <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. It's a word. Yes. 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 <laughs> We're it's have, to... <laughs> have you noticed? Have you noticed though that breasts like are different, like. My sister and I have totally different yes. Oh my god, totally it's different crazy. than my sister. Me too. Yeah. Really? And I was shocked by that. She never lets me see them, which pisses me off. Mine too. i let oh me see your nipples. And then all my friend all her friends are like, Oh yeah, when your sister has two drinks, she gets naked and jumps in the ocean. They've all seen her naked. Sisters I'm like, I
0: don't get naked in front of each
2: other. No. My sister and I don't either. We do, but like we kinda hide, me
0: and yeah. my sister. We'll like change in the same room but we're like kinda turned. I yes. I don't, I don't yes. see my
4: brother's dick that often.
0: That often. You tend not to. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I've it's seen it like twice. What is
2: that? But it's I so think weird. my boobs hard are once. my mom's. And then I think my sister got my grandma's boobs. Like exactly, like grandma. the nipple, grandma. <laughs> grandma. grandma I got your nipples. <laughs> I got your areola, grandma. <laughs> it's hard to do. It is. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's just weird.
0: Why don't we have our sister's boobs? Do you have her areola? No. no. Whose areola do you have? Mm. mm. Wow, I, I don't know. My mom's got fucking crazy tits. Yeah, <laughs> my mom's got, <laughs> got big, pretty big nipples n- bangers. <laughs> I, my boobs are like big, but like my nipples aren't yeah. big like hers. Her she has big nipples. Wonder, well, isn't that ideal to have a huge tit and tiny nipples? Yeah, I like them.
2: Yeah, that yeah. is ideal. You know well, what I, I do know, like, when
0: a guy gets a headache? <laughs> you <breathe. laughs> like, what do you do? <laughs> Here, take this. If, if put it's it a in guy, if I, it's a guy I really like, I'll ice my boobs and put them on his eyes. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, you're so nice. Like the nipples on you. Well, you do eyes? that to me I, when ice? I get a migraine. <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. I will put, put an ice pack in my shirt until and like your boobs are like they're like because insulation. They'll like hold I the want... cold for a while in there like the fat holds the cold. But you're suffering. I want something to stab me in the eye. I'm just eyes. laying on him with my tits ice on his tits face. frozen? Yeah, but it kind of feels good too. Oh, okay, you're okay, trying to. Kind of suffocating to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That it's beneficial. is so funny. And then I'll just Put him together in his face and then he'll just have boobs in his eye while he has a headache. That is so really nice. like nice. fun. Throw- I know. Yeah, that's I'm like- nice. I know. That's I know. So nice. I'm fucked up. I don't know. Something's I don't wrong. Know. I think you're what do you free. do when
3: he has a sore
4: throat?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I take my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you ice your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will fix it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I got the
3: sore throat to begin with. <laughs>
0: Ew, I'm a pig. No, you're not. I love
1: that. That's such a fun thing to do.
3: That
1: is. Uh, Guys, this rounds out this week's podcast. That was the whole uh, week. Anya Marina was there the whole time. It was Anya Marina week on uh, You Up. She's a regular on the show, so check out her music. She's one of my favorite musicians ever. She's just fucking... You won't believe the person you just heard talking all week is capable of some of the stuff that she does. She's truly insanely talented anyway um i just went back to starbucks and guess what i did i walked up to the counter and i explained my situation and that they accidentally put a scoop of vanilla powder in when they really i like, just wanted to sprinkle and the girl was so nice she was like i made that oh my god i just totally thought that you would want and i was like it was delicious but i just i i so appreciated it you were you did the right thing girl and it was like a really nice exchange She made me a new drink and like apologized a million times, which is so unnecessary. But it was just the most pleasant exchange. And I'm so glad that I didn't just buy another one because I I just saved four dollars and got a nice conversation about to go get a foot massage. This is my life. I'm at the Comedy Cellar and the stand all weekend in New York City. And next week I'm at um, Kansas City Improv. And I hope you guys can see me live because it's really fun right now. Um, So check out my tour dates at NikkiGlazer.com. And um, we'll see you on the podcast next week. Uh, Squirt, squirt, and jackpot.
2: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.